It starts with purpose. You have to think about why are you here and how do you spend your time? What I see again and again, people don't think so much about it. They do it for the paycheck or they do it because someone said it was a good idea to take a job or whatever. And I say, wherever you are in your life, whatever you do, just look at like, why do you do it? And if you can't come up with any other reason that it's the paycheck, you should start thinking about, is there something else you can do that also will give you a paycheck, but you will actually feel that it's meaningful to you because we as human species, we need to feel that what we do is meaningful. Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Shahid Durrani. Today we have with us Anakin R. Day. Anakin is a former chief culture officer for Tanberg and Cisco, founder of Corporate Spring and Happy Life, Happy Work, global keynote and TEDx speaker, best-selling author and host of inspiring retreats in Tuscany, Italy. Anakin is on a mission to spread joy. I love it. And I'm grateful to have you as a guest. Joy is special to me because I used to hear the word joy. It's a joyful event. You're celebrating something. It was a very basic meaning to what I know what joy is now. After I started looking within, when I used to look at joy, it felt more commercial. It didn't have the, the depth as it does now, what I feel, what joy means to me. Can you share what joy means to you and why you want to spread? Yeah, I think you nailed it already because I think that the, the big difference between real joy and almost temporary joy, it is because of the outward world, actions of others yes. or experiences and all that, all those things that we think we have to go out and seek joy and do joyful things. And many people think that mm -hmm. others should make us happy or others should give us yes. joy, right? But I have the exact same experience and thought about it. And that is the only real joy that exists is within and resides within. And it is when you connect to that joy, then everything outside can be joyful as well. Even those things, even if it's not a birthday party, just like going down to get the mail in your post box, if you still get, get that, you brushing your teeth. Even that we have moments of joy because you just yeah. feel it. Yes. Yeah. But I have my story of joy is, is from, I was very, very young already when I realized, uh, actually when I realized this, because, so I grew up in Norway and Norway is, we actually known for being one of the happiest countries in the world. We're like on the top five list of a United Nations list. But if you walk down the main street uh, in Oslo any day of the week, basically, unless it's like a really beautiful summer day in July. People don't look particularly happy. Like the Nordic way of expressing yourself is not necessarily this joyful outside kind of way of looking, right? Yeah. <laughs> when you're in the US, for example, it's much, much more, people are much more like visibly joy, joyful, mm. but I'm not so sure that you're actually more joyful inside. So it's very interesting. So what is the, the, the thing inside and how do you come across to others? So anyway, growing up as little, I realized and I noticed that grown-ups, they did not look very happy. They were not very joyful. Like I love to play and be with my friends and laugh and all that. And I looked at the grown-ups and they just didn't do that. And especially not when they talked about their jobs. But then they always had this like dreaded facial expression and work was like, sounded like something horrible, something really 
you know, and even my parents who had like really meaningful jobs that they did love, there was a doctor and a nurse, they still didn't have, it was no fun. There was no positive energy. It was more like, yes, we do this. We're serious. So I decided I didn't want to be like that. So when the grownups asked me, what do you want to do, do when you grow up? Of course, expecting me to say, I want to be a doctor or a nurse. I always said, I want to have fun. So that's what I want to do. And everyone just laughed at me and thought, she'll soon enough grow up and realize the harsh realities yeah. of life. And I didn't because I, I was on a mission. Now, this was, I was like six years old and I just wanted to have fun. So I actually ended up pursuing a career where my job was not only to make sure that I had fun doing what I want to do, but I also help others enjoy themselves and have fun with what they do. So that's why I started studying like psychology, organization development, leadership, because I realized like how much time people spend at work. If you're not happy in your work life, you're not really happy in your life either. So how could I go in there and make a difference and make work more joyful? So that was, that became my purpose. And it came from, as I said, from a very young age. And, and that did turn out to be my career. And I, my first job after graduation, it was a really boring job. I was like working in a call center and making sure that people did their 45 calls every night, like you see how much they sold and all that. And I had no idea how this was like insurance company. I had no idea how to sell insurances. I realized it was a very tough job. It did not look fun at all. But I decided that my job as their manager was going to be to make sure that they enjoy themselves. So I created this environment of positive energy and we made, made work into more like play and it ended up being hugely successful. So this team, they actually look forward to come to work in the morning and sit there and sell uh, insurances over phone for people who definitely did not want them to call just because it was that whole thing, the vibe that we created around that. So then I saw in practice, you know what, when people truly enjoy what they do and there's a positive energy, they're actually much better at their work as well. So this team ended up being the most successful team in the whole company. And people were starting looking over mm -hmm. and saying, what are these guys on? We want some of that. And then I started yeah. working with the other teams as well. And it was joy. Joy was the answer. Mm -hmm. And no one, but this yes. was in the 90s, right? No one talked about that. They thought I was silly mm -hmm. until they started yeah. seeing the results. And then it was not so silly anymore. So that's how I, I yeah. started my career. No, it doesn't res resonate with you. I can see you're nodding. You're <laughs> but, yeah, um, it resonates completely. Now, that's probably how you realize why Tenvir recommended to come on the show because I'm very passionate about this. The reason being is that I was that person. I was very serious and life was hard and difficult and, and everybody's out to get and and. I got to get and I got to compete. I was always forced, get, go, hustle. And I was just not happy. I didn't have the joy. Life wasn't good, to be very honest. Yeah. I played the part. I, I had the, the outer self-image that was expressing to people, I'm good, I'm happy. But inside, I wasn't. I didn't even know there's two worlds. I didn't even know about the inside world that I could actually focus on. It's only when COVID hit, that's when the realization or when I came across this inside out way of being, the inside out paradigm instead of the outside in. And that's what you're explaining resonates so much with that you're creating that happiness, you're creating that joy in people's lives and their work because they're focusing on the inside. They're looking at the world from in out, right? Not out in. 
and it changes everything. And you mentioned how successful they become. And that's how we work with people to shift that outside in paradigm to inside out. Now everything just gets better. It's not just their health. It's not just their mood. It's not their happiness and joy, but it has an effect on everything that they do all around them. And the people they come across, I'm meeting you, you know, Tanvir and so many others, it feels like we're in this same net that we all of a sudden start joining from this force that puts people together that are aligned with the same type of uh, mentality, I guess you could say. Yeah, it is a mindset mentality. And it's also, as you said, I think when you first experience it and you find it, you will never want to let yeah. it go. And one no, of those things no. that, that I think, and I look back at my career, like the most meaningful things I ever have done, and I've done it for many years now, is to see the moment when the light goes on in people's eyes. I can, I'm literally having goosebumps now just telling you about it, that I can stand in front of a crowd and we can talk about things. And so let me give you an example. So I, I started some, like my third job after graduation was an amazing company. And you mentioned it earlier. It was called Tanberg. It was one of the first video conferencing companies very early after the, with this technology. And one of their values were fun and profit. Can you imagine a better match with me? So they it said, is. when we have fun, we get profitable. So that was the yes. whole company was built on that philosophy. So my job was to make sure we hired the right talents, we got the men, and then I flew all employees. And we were in 50 different countries. We flew all of them into Oslo, to our headquarters, and three days in a room with me. And I invited in all the top executives and all that. But a lot of that was all about mindset, right? So yes, they had the right foundation to join our company, but my job was to make sure we were all aligned around mm -hmm. what are we here to do? What do we believe in? And also to find that joy and actually give people the tools in how they can find it. Decide, choose happiness, choose joy first. And then I, I took them through these exercises and helped them see all the reasons why, is, whether you're going to be successful in that or not. What are the things in your life that you are truly grateful for, that you are so happy to have in your life, and that you just want to want to keep on growing and focus on that, and you will attract the other things to, uh, instead. So that whole hustling culture, that like go chase chase. Honestly, I don't believe in it. I don't do it. I would never do Same it. Same here. And I don't see it working for anyone. I see them being nope. burned out and exhausted and angry and all those. Mm -hmm. But when you people pause and just, okay, what is already good and how can I just grow that? Things just start coming into their lives more naturally. So yeah. that is the reason why I do what I do, to help people find Yeah, that. No, I love that. And again, I'm hopefully we can continue these conversations because obviously I want this type of being around me as much as possible because when you see people not operating in this way, you just have this huge desire to help them. Not everyone is ready for it, obviously, because it's the conditioning. But once you do and once you start peeking within, it has a pulling mechanism to it. The more you go exactly. inwards, the more you're pulled to this natural beauty. If you look at everything in nature, it's operating in such amazing, perfect flow. The entire universe is perfect in its rotations and its, its functions. And the, the greatest creation on earth, for example, for human beings that we know of, uh, obviously we're given gifts and tools to be the same way. And how you said things work out better when you're operating with joy, 
We were meant to be that way. Yes. It's not, oh, just do this and this, and then you can be joyful. Just do this and this, yeah. and then you will mm. get this. But it's, no, just do that right away. And, yeah. and I ask people, like, what would you prefer to have joy as a possibility sometimes in the future? Let's just have joy right now. What, what, what sounds best to you? Everyone wants to have joy mm. right now, but then, okay, let's yeah. see how to find it. And to your point as well, it's, I also say, don't chase, but attract, because that yeah. is where joy comes from. Honestly, do we want to hang out with people who don't have joy in their lives? Do we want to hang out with people who's just focused on, no, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Again, as you said, we attract, people are different and, and, and not everyone's there. But for me personally, mm. I'm very clear about that. Joy is the purpose of my yeah. life. And if things don't give me yeah. joy, there's a, that's the reason why I probably shouldn't do it. And it's very hard yeah. for some people to understand that because it's, that doesn't make mm. sense. To me, it does. Yeah. And afterwards, me, I, I never well. regret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what gives you joy? Yeah, it's, 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 yeah it's, it's definitely incredible. Once you shift over, my, my late mentor used to say that once the chicken is out of the egg, it never wants to go back because once you find this reality and once you live this way and once you take your power back, no one has an effect on you emotionally. Nothing can phase you. And that I find, some people say is dangerous, but I find it to be very beneficial for our world, for our, our cultures, our business, everything, financial. Because once you're not basing your joy, like you said, on the outside results or situations or people, you have it by default and regardless of what's happening on the outside. And over time, you start noticing you're attracting that similar type of energy in your life more and more. It is contagious. You start seeing more and more of that type of energy around you, which becomes a hundred times more powerful in business. Yes. And because still joy is not something that people are used to seeing, the people who do express that actually do attract a, a lot more people as well. So for example, in, in the coming time where we had fun and profit, and this was like, I joined them in 2002. And all through the 2000s, I was out there and speaking and recruiting and people were like queuing up to work for us. And they took, they took pay cuts just to come and work for us because it was so much fun. And we even did this uh, great place to work surveys and we were awarded the best place to work in Norway three years in a row. And there's one question, which is like, is, this is a fun place to work. And then 99% of the employees, uh, there was like 500 people said, this is, a great, uh, this is a fun place to work. It's unheard of, right? And do you know what happened with me when I saw that result? I was like, who's that one who doesn't think this is fun? Who is that? <laughs> no, but... Competitor, yeah. and we were so hugely successful with our technology. And again, one of the first companies to truly take video conferencing to the market. And we were still a small company when Cisco came along. We were like eight, eighteen hundred people, and we were competing. We were winning out in the field over Cisco. And Cisco were like, "What is this? You have these Hamburg folks showing up, and they're winning the deals all the time. How come?" Of course, the technology was outstanding. But it also had something to do with relationships building and the really positive atmosphere of the salespeople, but also of these amazing engineers that really had fun developing this technology. So we had world-class 
class technology because people came to work with light in their eyes and just couldn't wait to get started in doing this because we were going to change the world and we was going to have fun doing it. So the fact was that we were super successful as a company, ended up being acquired by Cisco. And people said, what was the secret sauce? And everyone in the company, including Cisco after a while, said it was the culture because they saw that what 1,800 people were able to compete with a company of 60,000, that came from a place of passion and joy and just like really everyone wanted to give their best because they mm. felt this was a place that they really wanted to be and, and have had fun doing it. Mm. So joy is good for business. So- that was the point because sometimes I get, I have to tell stories and give data and show the science and the research so people realize that I'm not just going around talking about joy just because for the fun of it, just because I believe in it. There's so much studies now that shows that this is really good for business. So much. If you look at the, the level of engagement that correlates with the bottom line results, you see that again and again. For me, it's more surprising that not all leaders really start focusing on how can we create more joy here because it's going to be so good for our business. Yeah, and bottom line. And I still think it has, yeah, it has this bad reputation like joy or fun. That is unserious. No, this is unserious, not business like. Yeah. So, yeah, you can have fun in your spare time. No, what if I have fun doing my work and being amazing at my work because I enjoy it so much, right? No. And it can. We need a fun, um, happiness revolution in the workplace. Yes. And we're getting there. We're getting there because COVID was a big wake up call for, for all this. So, I'm grateful to have you out there doing this. We need more of us out there making this specific type of impact. There's a lot of different types of impact, but this is foundational impact that has an effect on their business, on their family, on their health. There's so many studies on health. And in the previous episodes, I talk about all the things that I I changed in my health that even shocked the doctors. But it's only because of this stuff that it it works. It's natural and it works. And now I want to ask, is there something that you can recommend like a top three ways that someone could start implementing in their life to create more joy fulfillment after listening to this episode they could follow your advice and start experiencing it themselves that's what i always say to people i say you don't have to believe me you can just follow some instructions and follow some guidance and see for yourself sometimes it takes a little bit longer for some people but See, immediately, like you mentioned, you don't have to wait to get to fulfillment or joy before you get something to get it. You can create it in them now. You can create it right now. You can start being and living that way now. You don't have to wait. That's the power you have. Isn't that special? Why not take advantage Mm, of it? Yes. And this is actually, this is a question I receive quite a lot from my business clients, because when I take people on this journey, it has a lot, but I said, you can't develop a business, an organization without developing its people. So it is a lot of personal development in that, right? But it is tailored to business. So I often have this question for people saying, I I really want to talk about this to my wife or my husband or my kids, my friends, or how can I do this for myself in my personal life more? That's why I started Happy Life, Happy Work, because I wanted to provide practical tools. How do you actually create more joy and happiness in your life? And it's basically taking people through a process. It's a pyramid. I call it the Happy Life, Happy Work model. 
And it starts with purpose. Like you have to think about like, mm. why are you here and how do you spend your time? What I see again and again, people don't have, they don't think so much about, they do it for the paycheck or they do it because someone said it was a good idea to take a job or whatever. And I say, wherever you are in your life, whatever you do, just look at like, why do you do it? And if you can't come up with any other reason that it's the paycheck, you should start thinking about, is there something else you can do that also will give you a paycheck, but you will actually feel that it's meaningful to you because we as human species, we need to feel that what we do is meaningful. It's really something that is, it's part of the, like the inner motivation is driven by doing things with meaning. And that's always already back in the days. The meaningful thing was to get food on the table, right? To survive. That can be a meaning. But after, when you have enough food on the table, then you want something more. So if you think about Maslow's hierarchies of needs, right? It, it's built around the same principle. So purpose, you have to start to ask yourself, what is my purpose? Or why do I do what I do? Or what is meaningful to me? And then the second question you have to ask yourself is about your value, what you believe in, what's important to you, what really matters to you. And is your life, is your work, is it aligned with those values? Because we also know if we live lives that are not aligned with who we are and what we believe in, we cannot be happy. We are living an untrue life. We're living a life based on other people's values or belief systems or whatever, right? So having to take that inward look and say, what really is important to me? And be willing to make different choices because if you're, again, your life is not aligned with your values, you will not end up being a very happy person. That's how brutal it is. And then we have the third building block. So these are like, you think about three building blocks in the bottom of a pyramid. And the third one, that is self-trust. So I said, it's great that when you find your purpose, you find your values, but do you trust yourself enough? Do you have enough belief in yourself to go out and live according to that? Because there's a lot of people who read so many books and go all these online classes and, and courses and training and learn all the tools, how they can be happier or more successful, whatever, right? But unless you actually put it into practice, and that also means doing things that's uncomfortable, you won't really get there. So the self-trust talks about doing things even though it scares you. So how can you build that self-trust muscle so you do things even when it's scary? Because that's the only way that you can break through old habits and old ways of, 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 of being and working. And then when you take the next level on this pyramid, you come to mindsets. And I know you're, you're big on mindsets as well. And we talk about the fact that these three building blocks at the bottom of the pyramid they are like really fundamental. There's like your cornerstones and, and, and your base, right? Mm -hmm. The mindsets, that's your superpower because that's when you can start really making mm -hmm. big shifts quickly because your mindsets and this, they can change in a blink of an eye. When you just get that blink, the light goes on in the eyes and you just realize something. And they're infinite. Didn't realize before. Either... Those yes, realizations. And, then, and you realize you are so powerful. Mm -hmm. You can create your own reality mm -hmm. just by thinking yes. differently, right? Yes. You can be in the exact same situation as you were yesterday and everything looks different. Yeah. And I say so that's true. like the most empowering thing you can do to yourself is give yourself the power to choose your mindset and make those mindsets and create those or shift to those mindsets that takes you in the direction that you want to go which might be very different from what you're used to. And I actually have a word for that called like victim player mindset. Of, so like a player mindset is more like seeing opportunities, play with the hard cards you have, 
being solution oriented and you have the victim mindset, which is basically pointing fingers at all the circumstances mm-hmm. outside your control that you cannot influence. And people live their lives like yeah. that way. And of course, they can never be happy that was me because before. they're giving their power away. It was? Yeah. Wow, that's hard yeah, to it's hard my own life. Like it's, it's just recent that I experienced a shift. When COVID hit, before that, it was always someone else's fault. In my heart, I wouldn't say it. It wasn't like I was out there pointing fingers. That voice within would just whisper and mm-hmm. say that, yeah, you couldn't do it. Of course, you could. It was meant to fill you filled before. It was like the situation, the economy was bad, blah, blah, blah. That, the, the area, the location was bad. So it was always some kind of an excuse. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And, oh, uh, yeah. And you see it. I see it in the eyes it's of It's all people. over. I, I, I can, you didn't need to even see it for me to see that you have, you got it. Because I think that is that self trust, that self confidence, that inner knowing that just shifts everything. And and just in like in the, the finishing, like the top of the pyramid, it's I call it passion and joy. And that's basically choose passion and joy. Choose to do things that fills your heart with joy. Choose to do things that you're passionate about. Don't only do things because you think it's the right thing to do. Someone else told you it's the right thing to do. But really follow that energy, that positive energy, because it will lead you in the right direction. It's your life, it's relationships, it's friendships, it's work life choices, whatever it is, it, it's there to guide you. Joy is your guide. And most people don't dare to believe that. They think that, oh no, like that sounds too good to be true. Or that sounds too joyful. Let's do that because that makes me feel unhappy. So it's probably the right thing to do <laughs> because they're used to that, right? But no, choose joy and things will shift. And I, and as I said, I see it again and again. And the, that profound difference in, I see life change just because of that mm, one realization yeah. that they can no. choose to So true, so true. And again, it was great speaking to you today. We could talk about this stuff forever. I can tell that you're very passionate about it <laughs> yeah, as well. Sure. Uh, if you ever want to come back on, please let us know. I appreciate your time today and definitely keep in touch. Thank you. I love that. Yes. And as you said, it's always wonderful to find other people who are on this joy journey. And again, we're not enough of us, so we need to help each other spread it. And I'm very happy to be here on your show. And hopefully some people will be curious to to pursue that for themselves and and wanting to make the shift. So that's, I think, what we both want for for everyone. Awesome. Thank you, Anakin. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.